What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the real cast. Yes, another episode, another week, lot to discuss for you guys. Um, yeah, we're happy to be back. You know, um, a lot of things happened. You know, we delivered our gift um, to Lana Banana. Uh, well, uh, once again, congratulations to you. Um, and thank you for everybody who entered into the competition. Please keep it locked and loaded on our IG and on our Twitter for more of those. Um, and yeah, we, we're ready to get into a bag, bro. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's good to be back. You know, it's been a while since our last episode. We're going to try and keep it to a strict schedule, emphasis on try. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's good to be back. I don't back. think you must use try and strict, my bro. Just <laughs> say schedule, leave the strict. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. As always, I'm your host, Basic Kyle. Alongside me is the man, the miss, the miss, the man, the miss, the man, the Yo. myth, Geo the Don. And it's great oh, to be hey. back. Thank you so much for joining us on another audio journey. As always, you can follow us at The Real Cast SA on Instagram and Twitter. Myself, you can find there as well at I Am Basic Cow. How about yourself? You can find me at Geo underscore the underscore Don on IG. Um, and yeah, I uh, just want to let everybody know that uh, this is, of course, The Real Cast, you know. So if you check that uh, IG bio, you will see the Real guys, real topics, and what does it say after that? Uncensored. Uh, yeah. There we go. So if you are a sensitive listener or viewer, wherever you might find yourself listening to this, we are available on like basically everywhere where you listen to podcasts um, and YouTube. So yeah, keep it, keep it locked for all the content. But as I was saying, if you are a sensitive viewer and you easily butt hurt, now is the time to click off. And you can go visit a nice channel by the name of Ryan's Toys Review. It will be right up your alley. Uh, we don't sugarcoat shit here at the real car. So if you easily bought it, please leave now. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And before we get into the shits, let's start with the pleasantries, my bro. How are you doing? How was your week? Oh, bruh. My week was okay. My weekend was very good. I enjoyed my weekend. But I'm like, I don't know if you can hear listeners. Uh, but she's sick on the, on the norm board here on my side. Uh, it's not COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, who we knows? So. But we hope so. Yeah, who, who knows, to be honest. But yeah, we're just feeling a bitchy under the weather with the change of season and my sinuses are through the roof. So if I do sound a bitchy under the weather, math, but I had to push out this content for the owns, you know? So away your side, brother. Nah, it's been easy. It's been easy. We, I'm, I'm glad we, we know returning to a sense of normalcy from tomorrow. Was it tonight? It's Sunday night tonight. So you said midnight, and you know, but you know, there's always yeah. issues oh, with that. I don't wanna. I, yeah, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go moving down to uh, level one, so that's good. Uh, most, oh, well, most of the economy can now return to business as usual. So I'm happy about that. Um, and personally, you know, I've been a bit under the weather myself. I've, I've went to the doctor, not mm. COVID, not COVID. And uh, just a bit, oh, bit of tension. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just a bit of tension. <laughs> I've been struggling with some migraines. So I thought I'd get that checked out. But I am yes. feeling much, much better, you know, and I hope that I Should continue. we be worried, bro? 
Não, não, eu, oh, eu, eu, só me tenho de estrago com essa migra, eu estou falando, eu estou falando, eu estou falando. Oh, you know, we take it easy, we take it easy, we keep it moving, as they say in France, os capan. Yeah, os capan, bro. So, yeah, you know, we, we take it as it comes, and yeah, I'm just grateful to be back. You know, we're going to embark on a new week. By the time that you guys hear this, we'll probably be far further into the week. So, yeah, it's great to yeah. be back. You know, um, I had an easy pry yesterday. You know, I had to, oh, yeah. to, to get that in with the Premier League being back, which is what we're going to get into oh, later on. We are going to get into that, yes, for you know? sure. So, so yeah, I've been great. That's, that's, there's no reason for me to complain, you know. Work is work, still working for the man, you know. Grateful. Other than that, I've been okay, bro. I've been okay. Nothing to that's, that's good, Brian. Another thing um, that I can tell you about what I did in the week is uh, I finally watched the movie The Social Dilemma. You see that segue there? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> finally watched the movie The Social Dilemma. You guys might have heard of it. Um, and I'll give a brief rundown about what it is, you know, and then we can, I, I know you've watched it as well, so yeah. we can kind of just give our thoughts on that, right? So um, it's basically like a movie, but like in a documentary style where they have like also a, um, and and what's that thing called? Reenactment mm. of what the effect might have in a child's life in terms of social media, the advent thereof, etc. And the people who are speaking on us, is or like people who like one guy invented the like button at facebook yeah you know another guy uh worked at nvidia as head of this and that you know so it's basically like people that yeah company. yeah that yeah were like, at some point in time yeah but like they were all in operational management or higher you yeah. know like these people oversaw everything that happened you know yeah. and they basically come and they say like um, we need to really watch out in terms of um, how these tech companies are becoming extremely powerful and how it infringes on people's privacy. But not only that, also influences you in such a way that it shapes your beliefs, social mm. media, without you knowing it subconsciously, it shapes your beliefs. And the biggest kind of target and the biggest people at the risk here are gen z you know like the kids who grew up with phones mm. you know and and they basically get more nuanced in terms of you know what happened i think an impactful quote there as well was is like all of the stuff is free and then they're like uh if you don't know if you're not paying for the product you are the product oh, and yeah. i was just like ah so they explain how they sell you to ad companies they're basically selling you to ad companies you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i i thought maybe if i get into my bag on it first just to introduce mm -hmm. us in um i thought and you know what now like after i watched it now you would think because it's shocking it's quite shocking you know like we hear like vaguely things happening like this but they explained exactly how and they had like a reenactment of a guy for instance um uh, three guys 
that trigger your notifications. Yeah. Like when they see you no longer thing or you no longer on the social media, then they see, oh, the girl you like pictures of is in your vicinity. You might be talking about her with your friend and then they pop up so-and-so hasn't posted in a long time. Yeah. Or something like that, just to get you to go into the app mm. because their aim is to have you on the platform for as long as possible. Then they call you an ad maybe. Yeah. Or they call you this or they call you that and they sell it to the highest bidder ad person you know what i mean so they're looking for someone in your demographic they're looking for someone you know with your interests and bah ads all but now because of the magnitude of the scale this is being done on that's where they make so much money on it you know um yeah you seem like you want to add something yeah like like you said it's it's basically them selling your information and, and and selling your your data basically and even though, and, and I think most people don't even are not aware that even though you're not in using these apps or, or basically have these apps open on your phone, let's say your phone is one side or whatever the case may be, they are still tracking, they're still tracking you because your location services are on and, and yeah. it saves your last search thing on Google. Because I know a lot of people usually say like, oh my word, the weirdest thing happened. I'm just speaking now as this person, like, oh my word, the weirdest thing happened. Um, I was looking for a pair of AirPods, for instance, and then when I went onto Facebook, uh, Facebook, I saw all these different ads yep. for, for, yep. for all the different AirPods. It's so weird. Actually, it's not. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> it's designed yeah. to get you like that. That's they selling your your basically your searches or your data to these companies so that these companies can push products onto you, and you just basically think it's a coincidence, and in actual fact, it's not. And I think the scary part for me, like when I, when I was actually thinking about it, is even though we know these, these companies or these tech companies are, are selling our data, tracking our movements, our searches and things like that, we still continue to use these apps. And that was my thing, bro. Because after I watched it, um, I was like, are you going to change your behavior on social media? And it was like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can say it from my own self. Like my problem isn't really Instagram or whatever WhatsApp I use because I need to contact people. Mm -hmm. My problem is YouTube, bruh. I went to go check my watch time after that, bruh. On average, it's like four hours a day. Do you know what I mean? And my issue is I will watch something and then the recommended will be something that I didn't know I needed, but now I'm like, okay, actually, you know, and then you go down that damn rabbit hole and by the time you you know, realize you must wake up for work or whatever. Cause I normally do it in bed before yeah. I go sleep. Before you the go worst sleep. time, you know, insomniac yeah. vibes, but yeah. yeah. So, so I, I definitely thought, and, and one thing that was also impactful to me, bruh, tell me when you were lighting, huh? did your parents face like, I, I wear no TV after this time, or you can only watch so, so much amount yeah. of TV or something like that. Yeah. Right? Can you remember yeah. that yeah. times? Yeah. Like nine uh, o'clock. Lights out, you must be in bed. Yeah, off yeah everything. exactly. Yeah. And you can't watch TV if homework isn't done and blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I, I thought that was a load of rubbish, obviously, when I was a kid because I want to mm. watch TV. Mm. You know what I mean? But now I'm seeing how important that is, especially now with this whole social media stuff because you have a baby of two years old watching Coco Melon or Ryan Stories Review, yeah. for instance, right? And and they and they don't see that boundary that is very important. And now with TV, it wasn't even that bad, bruh, because TV wasn't really um, 
uh, tracking your daughter like that. Yeah, and and you it's funny. I mean? It's funny that you mentioned that. If I can just interject, because I was watching this new series on Netflix called Close Enough. Uh, it's a cartoon series, right? And in one of the episodes, mm-hmm. it's it's well, well, basically just to give some background, it's about uh two. It's about these young this young couple and. They're basically de- living with the another couple who's divorced, but they still live together. And they're raising this little girl, like a two-year-old girl, three-year-old girl. And the dad um, buys this girl a new toy. And he noticed that she's just that the toy is basically just sitting next to her on the couch, and she's busy on the tablet. And when he goes closer yeah. to, to, to see what she's doing on the tablet, she's actually watching someone else play with that exact toy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. you have the toy, yeah. but for some reason, mm. kids today find it more entertaining to watch other kids play with toys. Yeah, and that's how they they become basically glued to their devices. Yeah. So you know what I can say on that is, mm-hmm. no? um, just to just while it's now in my in my train of thought, I would say I'm one of those kids, bro, because I watch playthroughs, bro. Oh, like, I'm, yeah. I'm one of the guys that watch playthroughs, but the reason I normally do it is because I don't have the game. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, mm. I, I don't get having the game and then not playing the game yourself. But um, I also, the, the reason why, right, is, say, this is a game, right? Let's say it's Yakuza, right? And I know it's an amazing game. Like, that's one of the games. Like, I haven't played it, but through playthrough, I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, say I played it. I want to see if that brother reacted to this part of the game the same I, as oh, I yeah. did because then they talk about the dopamine hits yeah. that it gives you with the, the likes and feedback like that. You know, yeah. So that's why I like enjoy that, you know. I'm like, oh, hey, he's going to do this part now. Let's see how he reacts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, so, and yeah, it's funny. Man. It's funny how, like how as... I would say how as creatures that are supposedly so, the most advanced on the planet, right? We are still easily distracted by things as simple as watching someone else do things we can do ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Because we, there's even a, a, a community on, on the internet for people who, who, who film themselves cleaning a room. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that. And, and, and you know, now that you bring up um, us being the most advanced creature and whatever... We're also social creatures right yeah. now. Yes, in the past, social was, I'm coming to your house and we're going to alarm. Mm. But now, because it's so accessible and so easy to be social, I put that in inverted commas mm-hmm. because obviously it's not the same as the real world interaction, but it's so easy for people with the same, um, how can I say, the same interests, Yeah, like flat earthers, for instance. Yeah. To now meet each other, whereas you would never meet a flat earther, for instance, in your life, mm-hmm. in the real life, you know, but just that interaction that we need and that, once again, the dopamine hits that it does give people, you know, that mm. they experience, oh, actually someone seeing things the same as me, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I think that also plays a part. Yeah, and, it, and it's, sort of a, it's sort of like a, a, a form of tribalism, for instance. You know what I mean? Because as human beings, we want to sort of belong. And I think it has something to do with that innate, let's say, need to belong to something. I wanted to actually run something past you because it just came, 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 it just came up now while you were talking. Um, I don't know. Upon you. Maybe, bro. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know how to word it basically, basically, but 
when we speak about like the internet and social media, it's more synonymous with Western society, correct? Right. And it's crazy how um, since the, the advent of social media and the internet, how polarizing topics, any topic can become, whether it's race, politics, flat earthers, it's, 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 it's crazy how that has sort of fueled the polarization of these topics, right? So, mm. so I just want to know, like, for me personally, if I think back to when I was growing up, right, we didn't have this, right? And also another thing mm. that was prominent in my childhood whilst growing up um, was religion, whether it be um, the, 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 Islam, the Islamic faith or Christianity, religion was practiced throughout our lives, whether that be at work or at um, school. I remember at school, we used to have like, yeah, at school, like, yeah. like a music appreciation. We would sing like gospel songs and, you know, have Bible mm. verses read to us. And like the, the, the emphasis on faith was there. And I think like as time has, has gone on, the, the, the sort of, the faith aspect of our lives has been removed. I don't know about you, but I've seen it in my own mm. surroundings it has been removed slowly, but surely they started to take yeah. faith, whether it be not Christianity specifically, but um, yeah. maybe Islam or anything like that. Do you think that the fact that that aspect of our lives has sort of been removed has something to do with our gravitation towards like these communities on, 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 on the internet, like the flat earth movement and mm. whatever political side of the aisle you find yourself on and so mm. on. Yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent think that it plays at all. It's because I know everything now it's in my pocket. Yeah. The, this is the viewpoint. You know what mm. I mean? Like you can tell me this and that and I can Google it and fine. You're like, why don't you just Google it? You know what yeah. I mean? And if it's not on Google. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in terms of faith and, 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 and facts, it doesn't mix well. You yeah. know what I mean? So because it's become more, oh, no, but I can quickly get this thing on Google or I can quickly do this and that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that plays a role in, in the dissipation of, of faith and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's also like one thing that, that, that I think social media has uh, catalyzed is sheep mentality. Yeah, you know what I mean in terms of and, and and a lot of people can say that maybe religion was a similar type of thing because people mm. follow blah blah blah. Mm. Fine, I get that, but I'm just saying in terms of like not not challenging anymore. Yeah, um, even if it's something that in theory you agree with, but the way it's being executed, say for instance, somebody's. Um, being come at for tweets that they tweeted in 2011 when they were like 14 and now mm -hmm. they're 20 or whatever. I didn't do the math there, so please don't, you know, kill me on that. Yeah. And now you somehow want to go at that person when you know, I don't agree with that, but you see, nah, the rest is going with them. Yeah. So you might rather, you know, like that, that also I think is, is dangerous in I terms of what this has catalyzed. And that's why we always say different cloth. Yeah, and I sort of, and I sort of think, I sort of think that, um, without like getting into that side of the bag, um, but I think sort of like that group think has become mm. paramount. Like it's even though we're speaking about topics that are 
more nuanced when you are actually like looking at all the different aspects of, let's say, for instance, flat earthers, for the lack of a better example. I don't yeah. want to bring politics or race because yeah. that's like a go-to topic. Um, uh. Like even though the, 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 the topic at hand might be more complicated than you think at first glance, it's almost like we've sort of, it's, it's sort of become like it's either you with us or against us on whatever topic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's either it's, you like this. It's black and white. There's no gray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think if I'm, if I'm being 100% honest, I think sometimes I also fall victim to that sort of mm. uh, mentality. But unlike most people, I'm willing to engage on the topic. And I think that's... Yeah, really, yeah. Um, the danger is like people are no longer willing to engage on disagreement mm. or even willing to hear out somebody else's side of whatever topic you, you, you're talking yep. about. And I think that it's dangerous for, for us as human beings, because if we are, if we, if we, if we're no longer able to discuss things, whether it be a, a topic that is considered a taboo or whether or not uh, you like a certain piece of clothing or, or, or brand or whatever, if you're not able to sit and talk about it and try and understand where the disagreements come from, it sort of alienates us from each other. Yeah. And, and, and you would think that a social media platform in terms of that engagement would catalyze that, right? Yeah. And would help for that to be easier to be done. But here's the thing now, remember, like, say, for instance, sometimes we chat, no? And then somebody says something and because you can't hear the tone of my voice, now it's somewhere, oh, you meant it like that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously we get through it, but if you're talking about strangers on the internet now, yeah. with comments and things like that is concerned, also you've got your anonymity as well mm. in, in a lot of cases, you know. That yeah. just makes you more brazen and more, and, and I think it, it, it has the adverse effect because instead of catalyzing effect communication, it's catalyzing destructive communication. Yeah. And that's where the us against them comes in. It's like, it's no, it's, it's not even worth it to put like a post there explaining, okay, this is where I see it, but how do you, because somebody's going to come tell you, nah, you this yeah. and you that. Yeah, because, you know what I mean? And, because and, you're not, you're not woke. You know, you can't see that. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's not, it's not productive at all yeah. to, to try and do that on, on a social media. Yeah. So away, I think be mindful is yeah. what I would say in terms of this. Be mindful of what is going on, you know. Um, I'm not necessarily saying change your habits or yeah. because I'm not changing mine. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, I, am, I am more enlightened to what it is. And maybe one day, God willing, if I have kids, I will implement measures to make sure that they aren't as exposed as the majority, like you're not lumming with a tablet when you do. And I, and I also happening. think, and I also think that the the expansion of the internet, it's sort of something that we're still navigating, or that let's say newer parents are still navigating. Like the internet hasn't been around for like a hundred years, so it's not like we know everything there is to know about mm. the internet and the effects it has and how it works. It's 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 not like mm. it's not like the invention of of, of the automobile for instance, like everybody, like, you know, the gears go there, this go there, this is what this makes this tick. And without petrol, the car doesn't mm. move. This is something that is continuously expanding at extremely mm. rapid rate. So yeah, I, rapid rate, yeah. I think like the parents of the Gen Z guys, they, 
they weren't alert to the to the sort of dangers mm. and harms of the internet. And another thing I would just add on that is it's very effective to give a baby a tablet, eh? Yeah. If you want to calm down a baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I will give them that in ter- in terms of like with the rushed ways of today, you know, we don't have time for this and that and this and that. Now we come home from a long day at work. We still need to just give the baby the tablet. Yeah. Blah. You know yeah. what I mean? So so I, I I will admit that I know that's still a thing, you mm. know? And, and yeah. I think that's where our sort of other or, or where we have to take a bit of the blame as adults mm-hmm. you know because like oh I, I you know my boss was in my ear the whole day now i must still come home and cook and then i still have to you know pay attention to you so you'll just take the tablet you know what i mean yeah so i think that's yeah. where we also need yeah. to sort of be mindful of the effects that that has because i think in some cases and i know we're going to end off i just want to like just this just came to my mind again some people use it as a replacement do you understand like because life is so fast-paced. Like, look, I don't have time to help you with your homework. Here's the app. You know, there's yeah. an app for that. You know, there's an app to, to teach you how to count. There's an app, like, you know, Baby Shark, watch that video 5,000 yeah, times, you so. know? You know what I mean? And, and oh. it's crazy, though. And they make bank off it as well. Yeah, like, we obviously, <laughs> don't need to, to, we obviously don't need to go into the positive side because we know, you know, the positives that the internet has brought to our lives yeah like, i mean come on yeah it goes without saying like, yeah so but are we the movie like focused on like just you know for lack of a better word making us woke <laughs> to what's actually going on you know in terms of how the corporations are profiting off of this and or and of us mm. and also how i think the important thing is about how it shapes beliefs etc like i don't know if you saw that little girl that um posted a picture and then she got like good comments on it and she felt good. And then someone's like, Oh wait, but your ears though. Yeah. And, and it's great. She it, felt, so, and it's a small kid, you know, that will affect, yeah. you know, like it's like bullying at school, but 10 times worse because now anybody from anywhere can do it. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know what I mean, it's crazy. Like if you think about it, how a negative comment can affect, or not even only a negative comment, like, uh, even a, a comment that questions your way of thinking. Do you understand? Mm. And, but obviously it depends on the type of person you are. But it's, it's, it, to me, it's just amazing how like you can be having a good day and you post this picture and it's like a thousand likes. And like you said, someone says, yeah, but you should clean your room or your head's big. And then all of a sudden you're like, yo, I feel cut now. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, 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 it's yeah. amazing. And you'd think that once we've seen a documentary like the social dilemmas, because um, I can tell you, I've watched many documentaries of the same sort that tells us about the dangers of social media mm. and how they're taking advantage of our data and things like that. You'd think that people would actually move away from social media once they've mm. been made aware of it, but it's, it's actually not the case. So that's, that's, you know what was true. telling to me, Carl, let me, where they said there's only two industries that call their customers users. It's the illegal drug trade and software. Fact. Yo, bro, I was like, because yeah. it's addictive, bro. Yeah, and it gives you something. It's not addictive, bro. It gives you, you something. You know, like, like you user, bro, and yeah. and especially when 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 you make people users of a drug, for instance, from a small age, mm. like eleven, like this, like this little girl in the mm. video, you know, in the in the movie, right? It, be, it becomes a dependency. 
yeah, because definitely. of the addictiveness of the drug. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it works very much similar to, you know, like a drug. It just obviously doesn't have the same. Well, I mean, we, we don't know. It could be proven to have the same effects because, I mean, we look at the rates of anxiety and depression, yeah. which I thank God I haven't had to deal with um, directly, but I know a lot of people who have that, and I know it's very serious, and I know mm. a lot of people don't have the demeanor that I have, especially those who grew who grow up in the age of, of the social media, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, and and it's it's the more you like the more we talk about it and the more we like like dissect the different aspects like the more things come up in my mind like now when you said like when the children are raised being dependent on a cell phone or growing up with all these apps when you think about it back in the days when when it when 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 social media was still in sort of the baby phases like with mix it like I yeah. remember my parents always used to tell me you mustn't be on mix it so much you mustn't yeah not good for you and yeah. you always used to think to yourself like I'm just chatting to my friends like what are you talking yeah. about yeah. yeah and like yeah. now if you think about it majority of us as adults when we wake up in the morning the first thing we look for is our phone when we go to the bathroom now, what do we take with our phone yeah you know what I mean? Brian the movie says um when do you check your phone is it when you wake up Oh, wait, is it before you pee or while you pee? Because it's <laughs> only one of the two. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I think the, the name of the game here is Be Woke. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just be weary. So, whatever you guys have to say regarding that, if you have checked it out, let us know in the comments, you know, do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Um, we love the engagement that we've been getting, even though some of it is in a private capacity. We appreciate it. Just drop a comment, mm-hmm. you know, drop a like, share it. And, and yeah, let us know. Do you think that social media is a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? And do you see us actually becoming more woke, you know, in the midst mm-hmm. of these documentaries coming out? You guys can check it out. It is available on Netflix. Um, I'm sure majority mm-hmm. of us have Netflix now. It's sort of like a mainstream thing. Oh, we don't be presumptuous, but okay. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. But, <laughs> Uh, if not, you know, there is F movies. I know a lot of us, you know, still. Pirates. Oh, my word. Yes. Thank you for promoting piracy. Yeah, no, I'm not going to act like we don't do that. Away, Yuffie Torrent, bro. Away, RBG Tor, whatever. That's what I'm doing right now for power. So I don't have the Stars app, you see. Away. So. Away, 50 Cent is popping the bag. So I don't really mind that much, you know. Oh, wait, in fact, he is actually. But anyway, so yeah, just let us know what you think. And sticking on on, on, on Netflix and, and, you know, these sort of uh, movies that are coming out, something that's been hot, mm. that's been a hot topic all over YouTube and social media, ever since it was advertised, was the mo- is the movies or the movie Cuties, right? So I'm just going to assume that you guys don't know what I'm talking about. But basically, yeah, everybody was um, up in arms right about this the the so sort of the picture that they used to promote it and um yeah you guys can check it out on on netflix or you can even just google cuties movie netflix and you'll see the the picture that was used to advertise it's uh, very disturbing in the sense that the movie's about 11 year old dancers and the way they were depicted or the way the movie was advertised was very sexualized especially mm. for children at such a young age and before i get ahead of myself like just to give you a background about what the movie is about um, i actually watched it this afternoon for the purpose of this discussion um so you can say i watched it so you guys don't have to um 
But anyway, oh, I do yeah. also oh, encourage. Yeah. I also do encourage you guys to oh, yeah. you know watch it for yourself and make up your own mind. But anyway, it's I basically... appreciate you by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have to watch that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the movie is surrounding. Uh, I think it's an immigrant family. Um, the movie. I think it's a French movie. It was um, got an award at the Sundance Film Festival. Um, so it's about an immigrant family. I think they're Somalian. I'm not sure. I'm not going to assume before I'm called racist yeah. again. Um, but again. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frequent occurrence, you say. Nah, we were the smoke, me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, joking, but carry on, bro. But, but anyway, it's about an uh, immigrant family that I think it takes place in France. So they basically moved to Europe from wherever they don't really specify but yeah very religious conservative family and it's uh, about a, a mother and her children that are you know uh, or, yeah mother and children that are living in in in, in the flat in the, in the block i would say it looks like sort of a like almost oh, yeah. like a, a a low income area um, like the ghetto. Not, not really the ghetto, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to get into the specifics because I didn't really... Like, it just looked like... It wasn't like an affluent area. Let's put it like that. It mm. wasn't like a gated community. It so wasn't they, the burbs. Yeah. So they're moving oh. there and the, I, I, from what I, can, what I picked up is that the mother moved with the children whilst the father remained wherever. And I think they moved there for a better life and whatever. And obviously the cultures are different so it's about the, mm. this, the the main guy i think her name is amy you spell it amy but it's pronounced amy um and okay. she uh, just basically i don't want to say it's a coming of age story um because i didn't really how old is amy she's 11 the story. okay so so basically just so follows her coming of age. yeah but it's 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 yeah. just it's basically like <laughs> Well, well, you would assume it is by the way these yeah. these chicks, these children are dancing. Um, but anyway, uh, so it, it basically follows her and how she navigates life in Western society, being France now. And basically, mm, it's like a culture mm. shock. Like she see these kids dancing and and how they interact on the playground, and she's sort sort of like an outsider. Yeah, she's basically like an outsider, and it's you know like the, how the normal story goes. Like you know, we want to fit in. I'm the outsider, and it's the cool kids. Yeah, and so on and yeah. so on and she comes across this this group of girls right and they like the cool the cool ones and what i what i can say what i found very disturbing about the movie is that the way these children these children are dressed yo bra mm. it's oh my i like i wanted to throw yeah up. that's what i saw from the trailer yeah like they're wearing like these short tight skirts and boob tube tops and i'm like what the fuck is going on here anyway oh, so man. and she's just wants to fit in so badly and she sort of mm. like joins their group and they dance and the problem that most people found with the movie before i continue is that it was very sexualized like hypersexualized so the story is basically what what the director was trying to depict was how society pressures girls and and women to sort of be these sexualized characters and the pressure that little girls little girls feel from society to act in that way mm. right okay. so she that's how like that that the, the story basically follows her through that process and you sort of see yeah. how she changes from the sort of conservative religious type to 
actually going out there and being, you know, this, this, this sort of extroverted uh, dancer and, you know, the twerking yeah. and whatever. And you, you know how it's usually with these people that are, are raised conservatively. They sort of, uh, for the lack of a better word, they raffle eight men. Like they yeah, go, yeah, yeah, they go yeah, too yeah. far. So it's I, I will of, I will I will always say that that's facts, but uh, yeah. If you if you wanna rule the iron first, you must go meet her rebellion. <laughs> this is how it's gonna work, bro. So that's she sort of. Gonna, so I understand what you mean. Yeah. So she sort of like goes like over and above, like you know, to 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 get the approval of the the little friend groups. So that's basically what it's about. Um, I don't wanna. Okay, there's gonna be some spoilers here, but I, I just a warning for you guys. You're gonna like. Sorry, discuss everything that happened. So if you haven't checked it out, you can maybe pause the episode and then come back to it after you've watched it. But anyway, so... But remember, Carl checked it out for us, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, basically, it, it, it follows her during that process. And a lot of the people... Well, I, I watched reviews and things before that because I tried my best not to actually have to watch it. Mm. But mm. I also, at the same time, wanted to give an objective uh, review of the movie and my, like, my true thoughts. So a lot of, like, the uproar and the, the bua was about, you know, the way these children were sex- sexualized. And I will say, um, yes, they were. Like, there's a scene that I, I told you about earlier on where they sort of uh, sneak into this. It looks like a, like a club because there's, like, neon lights and whatever. And the uh. God says, like, yeah, you're not allowed to be here. Um, and um, we're going to call your parents, da-da-da-da-da. And then they explain to them, like, no, we dancers, you know. We just came here now. And if you don't believe us. And then they start dancing for the security guard. And, like, they, like, start twerking, bro. Like, sexually dancing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, no, 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 none of this. But, but now, 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 my question with that is, no, I, I understand. Look, I didn't watch it. So now I'm asking you, was it... Um, Twerking like in a hip hop sense though, because no, I know hip hop no. for, for girls are like, you know, was no, it like twerking no, like no. Cardi B vibes? Yes, it was like twerking like Cardi B vibes, like oh, not oh, like like no, you know like a hip hop routine. Because I know hip hop, because that's that I was gonna come from like yeah. hip hop for a girl like sometimes can be provocative yes, in a sense. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I get you. I get you. Yeah. So so like. She starts to work and he's like, okay, none of this. Where's your parents? And he grabs one of them by the arm. And then she's like, what are you doing? Let me go. Are you a child molester? I was like, what? You know, because like nothing in the scene lets you like sort of think of him as a child molester. He's He's trying to get these children out because they're not supposed to be there. And she's like, are you a child molester? What are you trying to do? Stop touching me. I'm like, what the fuck? And that's not even the worst part. So his, his colleague comes and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Da, 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 da. He's like, no, they're not supposed to be here. They don't want to give me their parents' numbers so I can call their parents to, to you know, come and get them. Yeah. And then they continue to explain now to the colleague, no, we dancers, just look. And the, this Amy, I think an Amy or Amy starts dancing like and twerking again. And the colleague like sort of checks her out. Like, you know, the way you would look at... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so, so I think like the outrage was like it's almost like the movie is trying to get you to look at children in that way because he's like looking. Oh, at them. so okay, I see, I see. Because very well with that scene, right? 
Mm-hmm. There are people like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There are definitely, but I see what you're saying, where people are saying it's almost trying to get you yeah. to also be like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Because like the, the way it's I shot... I feel like if you're not about that, then you're not about that. Yeah, and but, like okay. you can see the way it's shot, like like the way the scene is shot, it's very sexualized, like it zooms in on a bum and a stomach and her legs. And oh, this, really? Yeah, and this guy's like checking her out and his colleague's like, like, my bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, get out. And that scene is that. And I was like thinking to myself, like, are you fucking serious? Is this, is this for real? Is this like really in the movie? And so it's like, yeah. So they basically enter the competition. And one of the worst scenes in the movie is like, they make it to the finals of this competition, right? Uh. And they perform on the stage in front of a crowd of people. And when I'm telling you, this is like some web shit that's going on on that stage. Brah. What's what's the girl's name? Aliyah Janelle. Brah, I was was (laughs) sick, my bro. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching, my bro? I was like, what the hell? And like, it was really, it was, it was, I think it wasn't something done in good taste. I think sort of, Mm. it was done for like that sort of shock value and I'll get to that. Right. So I can understand the outrage, right. Uh, I'm not going to get into the the, the other um, facets of the movie because that's not what the outrage was about. It's like more religious and you know what children do to fit into society or what they feel is necessary. Um, so yeah, and 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 like the way it's depicted, bruh, like they're doing the whole, you know, the twerking thing, and you know, like the web dance where the girl like lays on the floor and like hits the floor with the no first while shaking way. a bump. Really? Facts, bruh. I was like, what? Are you yeah, joking? It's like wild. so disgusting. And the worst scene in the movie, right? The worst scene in the movie for me, and it's another spoiler was um, they sort of she she sort of goes from this army or amy girl goes from being the conservative girl to being like the popular one like the out there you know the yeah. i'm waiting and they have like this rival crew right right of you course. know like the, the rival crew standard rival yeah, crew. Yeah. and this crew has like been winning the competitions or whatever yeah be, and they now believe it's finally their year to beat this popular uh, yeah, yeah, yeah of and she comes to school the next day and her hair is different and she's you no know, she's you know dressed out and whatever supposedly supposed to look like you know older than she is um mm. and she's walking into school and all the the boys are, i'm not gonna say guys like all the boys are looking at her and she's turning heads and whatever and it's sort of like that you know like like i don't know if you've seen what's that movie oh, i'm not gonna i can't think of it now so i'm not even gonna try and and and, and compared to that movie but it's usually like when the uh, ugly duckling the duff have yeah, you watched yeah, the yeah. duff the duff yes yeah. i have now when she like you know has a whole transformation and she's just like the artist yeah the glow up like yeah. Oh, yeah it's like sort of a scene like that and everybody's looking at her and then they she goes to a crew and they're like oh my word you know look at her you're so beautiful and now she's just like on top of the world and she sees now the 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 opposing crew or like, you know, the sworn enemies and she's now yeah. going to decide that she's going to go cause cack there by them. Oh, and yeah. then she goes over and it doesn't go as planned and she like gets decked 
to the floor and that other crew now pulls off her pants and the old school now sees her panty and blah, blah, blah. How? Why? I don't know, bro. So... Why is that necessary? So, and then following that, she now tries to, to prove on social media, you know, that she's, you know, this and she's that. And this was the most disgusting scene in the movie. And I don't know what the fuck Netflix was thinking to allow something like this. Even though they don't show it, this girl locks herself in the bathroom now after she's had like a bad day or whatever, pulls down her pants and a panty and takes a picture of a private part and posts it on social media. And they now show the scene and I'm thinking to myself, are you fucking serious? Did that really happen? Brah, not a word of a lie, brah. Not, brah. And that's why I said, oh, yeah, what? No so you, yeah, no way. Yeah, Like, yeah, I was, yeah, yo, I sat up. Flip, I literally, because I was watching it in bed this morning. And, like, I literally sat up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, the, oh, the yeah. movie wouldn't have been different, now if that scene was left up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, like, so disgusted. I, I remember I was like. And there's shock value, no? Yeah. There's shock value in this, that. Yeah, and that's, I was like, that's nah. Unwerach. That's just like, nah. So that's just giving you an idea of like what the outrage was about, right? So mm. in the beginning, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I went into this, like watching this movie with my mind already made up, like, oh my word, I'm going to hate yeah. it. I'm going to, yeah. you know, it's so disgusting. I can't believe they're just trying to, you know, normalize pedophilia. That was my thinking behind it, right? Yeah. And then, obviously, I've also read up on what the the director, the producer of the movie, the person who wrote the movie, was going for. Yeah. Was going for. And basically, the idea behind it was to show people what kind of pressure society puts on young girls and young women, right? Mm. And when I watched, like, when I was done watching the movie, aside from all those disgusting scenes, I sort of understood why. And partly because I also watch someone, uh, uh, well, two of my favorite YouTubers who react to videos, whether it be things on Netflix and whatever, they also um, shed some light on, on that. Also, and, and also with them being dancers themselves and being judges of these sorts of competitions, right? And they like said that mm. the outfits that you see these girls wear when dancing and auditioning and whatever the case, that's normal. Like they, they say like, like they've judged competitions in real life where the mothers of these children encourage the children to dress like that. And I, and I sort of thought about it because when you look at a normal movie, like if you think about, let's say, American Pie, for instance, mm. right? American Pie is also sort of a hypersexualized type of movie where the kids are, you know, having sex and going to parties. And we, we all know they're underage yeah. in the movie, right? Yeah. But I think what makes it funny to us is the fact that they're not children. We know they're not children. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also fail to admit that these movies and these sort of like, like mainstream pop culture um, depictions shape society. Yeah. Like, like, like we like like you can't tell me that you know you didn't maybe talk about Stifler when you were 
at school after you watched the American Pies. I don't know if you did watch American Pies, but I know uh, any oh, of yeah, American Pies, but I, it was a big thing. You watch it, but I've heard people talk about yeah. Stifler, though. Yeah, Stifler yeah. and the Stiffmeister, and everybody came yeah. talking about it. And yeah, <laughs> did you see that girl's boobs? Da, 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 da. And yeah, 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 yeah. we were like still far away from 18 when American Pie yeah. was like a thing. So I think that because in those sort of depictions, we know that that's not kids. So therefore, it has no shock value. But now, when we're actually seeing actual kids trying to imitate what they see as societal expectation, it sort of puts it in your face and it forces you to look at it. So I think, in a way, some people are uncomfortable with that truth. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. I, th- I think you, you've been very comprehensive in your analysis, bro. And um, the one thing that I thought, I only watched the trailer. So from the trailer, I was just like, I don't like the clothes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I really don't like the clothes. Like, But then you explain the story of the judging, the dance judges, yeah. for instance. And I'm like, okay, I still don't like the clothes, but I can see why the clothes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that I can at least see you. I can have that justified by the by the director. Um, and then I thought also in terms of the hip hop uh, dance genre. Look, you the dancer, yeah, not me. But I've seen a few dance crews, you know, and especially like the the female hip hop can sometimes include a bit or a bit of like a you know a hip sway or something like yeah. that, man. You know, like and I, I just wanted to know, is it that that's being misconstrued or is it like the cardi b and you also let me know about that and i'm not about that like yeah me like like me neither so just to make it clear because i i I, you know from the feedback that i've been getting i think people sometimes misunderstand what i'm saying so let me be clear like in no way shape or form do i agree with what is being depicted in the movie especially when it comes to the sexualization of kids like i think this movie should be removed from netflix but at the same time, we also, it's, I, I think as society in general now, not only in the case of this movie, we're scared to take a look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what are we doing to contribute to this sort of culture? Do you understand? Because the movie sort of, besides all the gross, disgusting stuff, I can't deny that the movie sort of takes you through that experiences that even me as a child, I know that I went through to try and fit in. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just that whoever directed or produced this movie was willing to sort of show it in that sort of graphic manner. And it sort of mm. forces you to, to, to look at yourself and think of like, what are we as adults allowing our children to become? So I think that's where people sort of get upset. Um, do I think they could have done it in a sort of a less sexualized manner 100 percent. yeah in a more tasteful manner yeah, yeah. more tasteful manner yeah. but do you, you think it would have had the same effect no i don't you, you see yeah. you see that that's what the director would also say and yeah i think what you touched on there just so that we can round this out you know this conversation out is um in terms of uh, as a society we need to look at the pressures that it would have you know and and yeah. and, and the things this movie is trying to bring to light they say it the best on, I think it's Madagascar, the, mm. the penguins, uh. just smile and wave. <laughs> yeah, just smile and wave. It's easier to look, we're accountable 
or we are accountable, it's easier to look the other way and just pretend like it never happened. You know what I yeah. mean? Because why must I keep myself accountable? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's the common type of, um, the common, if I can say notion yeah. that, that a lot of people have, according to me, look, I could, you, you could have a different story, but um, don't see the world through those tinted glasses. You know, we always say on this podcast, how we ought to live and how we oh, live. Yeah. So different, bro. so different. Yeah. So, way, bro. Um, yeah. Again, let us know. Let us know what you think. Have you seen the movie? Did you cancel your Netflix subscription? Um, <laughs> um, Did yeah. you forget the person's password you were using? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think. As always, we enjoy the engagement. And yeah, I think that's that. Um, I, I was uh, extremely uncomfortable watching the movie. Um, but at the same time, I understand the message that, trying, that was trying to be, you know, brought across. I just think that it could, could have been done in a more tasteful manner. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that on that. You know, to a more lighter topic, you know, something that we are oh, yeah. both I mean, happy about. Yeah. You would think it's a lighter topic, <laughs> but I'm sure it's about to get heavy in a minute. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, something that we're both happy about is the Premier League. Is back, you know, kickoff was last weekend, right? The first match? Right? Yeah, last weekend, yeah. Last weekend. And, you know, I saw, I seen everybody, I seen everybody online, you know, giving me predictions, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who's going to win, who's going to get relegated. And I thought it would be fun. And I think we sort of have an advantage because I think watching the match day one um, sort of gave you mm. an idea as to what the future holds for the team. Yeah. For those of you, and guys, we're halfway through match two, also, which has yeah. also given me <laughs> some different perspectives, bro. Oh yeah. So oh, for, yeah. for those of you guys who don't know, I am, and always will be a diehard Liverpool supporter. Um, oh yeah. Are you yourself? Nah, I'm a gunner for life. If you don't know what a gunner is, then you should also go to Ryan Stores. <laughs> this is not a discussion for you. Are we an Arsenal fan till I die as well? Okay, so I, I think we can start by maybe, you know, giving our thoughts on the business our teams have done, you know, and what our we think is going to happen. Yeah, so you can go first. Yeah. Are we going to start with Arsenal? Because we're both yeah. going to give our opinions on each other's teams. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So with our team, you know, I could get into a bag, right? But I'm not going to for the purposes of the spot. I'll keep it short and sweet as far as possible. Mikel Oteta, my manager, my coach. I'm excited for him, you know what I mean? In terms of the culture that is instilling, the identity that is instilling in the Arsenal team, there hasn't been an identity since Wenger left. Emery caught on the world's eye, then Lundberg came for his caretaker, and everyone is just in limbo, you know what I mean? Uh, so if I speak about the manager, in terms of the work I see him doing on the pitch, you know, um, the off-the-ball work that my team is doing, you know, um, yes, the consistency is still not there, and we'll get to that, but you can clearly see that that's his mark that he's trying to make, you know. Um, in terms of his man management and his ability to convince people to sign or whatever, because Arsenal, yes, we are a big club. Um, make no beans about that, you know. Great history, um, you know, won the FA Cup last year. So, like, it's Arsenal still Arsenal situated in North London. Like, what else do you want? But we don't have the pulling power that we used to have, like a Man United or Liverpool or a City would have nowadays, you know, to attract the best players. Not only do we not have the pulling power, but we don't have the funds 
to be able mm. to afford these guys as well. So the fact that Obama Yang's staying, you know, William people said it was a, a dumb signing, but I think that it could be extremely useful, especially for where we find ourselves in the narrative of the league um, currently, which is not challenging for the title, in my opinion. Uh, uh, challenging for, for European football and Champions League more so is, mm. is obviously the aim. Um, uh, I think that that's very, very positive, very encouraging. Um, and also, just the last thing about the manager is he's now not just the head coach, but he's the manager as well. Mm. And for anyone who knows anything about the Premier League and the Arsene Wenger era is, they know Arsene Wenger ran everything mm. at Arsenal. It, and it's hard to impart your values and your identity on a club when you're not in charge of like for instance director of football or whatever like because now the board people who only know about return on investment is trying to tell you the signing is good but mm. you know yes this guy might have quite stats but does he run off the ball though you know mm. like a Urzel, for instance mm. does he work when he doesn't have the ball mm. you know so yeah, I'm excited for that. And the last thing I'll say about us is, um, I think we do need a Thomas Partey and a Sam Awa. I would mm. prefer Coutinho, but it looks like he's nailed on to stay at Barca. Mm. So um, yeah, I think that creative hub, that CDM, our defenders like Kalasenac, for instance, last night he showed he was trash. He started so well, but in terms of like. Having a mistake in him, and it's just not like when Kieran Tierney got injured, they really exploited him on that side. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future, and I just know I'm not expecting radical change with our, our owner being who he is. So yeah, that, that's my take, and I hope I was quick enough with that. Um, I can get into the nuances of that, but uh, yeah, what, what do you, what's your take on it? I, mean, I, think, I think my biggest surprise, I'm not going to lie, and... It sort of showed that, um, well, it also sort of showed me that um, Arteta means business. Um, was the fact that Obama, Obama, Plot, Clat, Yang, signed Yeah, he signed. He signed an extension. Um, I don't personally, uh, from um, the outside looking in, I, I obviously don't know the reasons um, why he signed. I, I obviously would believe that. You know, it benefits him to stay there. But I, I, I don't think from, a, a, let's say, a, a neutral perspective, it would be a good, it was a good idea to sign. Especially if you look at his age, he's 29, 29 or 28. Mm. Um, yeah. And he should be challenging. He should be challenging for trophies. Um, like the major trophies, like the Champions League. Also, uh, it goes without saying that I haven't seen, or it wasn't made public, that uh, one, one of the big European clubs did... Um, openly, you know, say that they are so interested in him. But um, I, I read an article on, 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 you know, when they announced him signing the three-year deal that he did reject clubs that, yeah, that did make yeah. contact for him, so, contact with him. So, yeah, I, I was very surprised by that. And, and, and when I say... Can I, can, I, can, I, can I just interject there quickly? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I know you told me this in the week and I happened to watch a clip in the week of, uh, I, yo, I wish was her name, no? but these women in football... Like, I'm, I'm really enjoying what they have to say as well. So, there's this journalist lady um, on a panel with Tim Sherwood, the biased idiot, uh, uh, and then someone else, right? Um, and they were talking about over signing, right? And 
she and 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 Tom Sherwood was saying what you're saying, right? Yeah. He's saying like, yeah, it should be challenging, blah blah blah. It should be winning, which I can understand. Yeah. And she said, you know what? She did an interview with Fernando Torres, right? And um, Fernando Torres was like, yo, when he was at Liverpool, and like he was like a talisman, you know, like you know when he was at Liverpool, he yeah. was like on course to be like a Liverpool legend, you know what yeah. I mean? If he had to stay there. Yeah. And who knows, maybe with time, he would have won something, you yeah. know, because we know Liverpool, okay, they finished second, I think one year with him there, but like they weren't really in the phase that they are now, yeah. if, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So he said, yes, it's great to win trophies and things like that, but he's once he's not like playing football as actively anymore and he looks back on his career he was pressured to move to Chelsea because or like you're so good and you're not winning trophies uh, you know what I mean we yes that's great but the intangibles is what you think about yeah when you when you when you look back on your career and you're just like yo I was that team's you know rock I did so much for this team you know things like yeah. that which yeah. a lot of people will say, yeah, okay, fine. It's easy for you to say that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I thought that was something that was interesting. And Oba says that he wants to be an Arsenal legend and he will remain one if he stays there, you know? Yeah. So I think that could have played into his thinking as well. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's sort of like the point I was getting to with, with Arteta. And because like we were speaking, we were speaking before we, we started recording that. And I said, like, watching that game last night, you could see that, there's sort of an identity that is coming to the fore when the guys get on the pitch. Look, it's by no means the finished product at all. Yeah. Right? There's a lot yeah. of lacks. And, but you can see that for the first time since Wenger left, the guys are playing for the badge, man. And yeah. when I saw that, I could see actually, okay, maybe he believes in this project, man. Maybe he hmm. would rather be seen as someone that is part of, you know, that process, that puzzle that sort of gets Arsenal back on their perch than to leave. You know what I mean? And, and, and mm. where, where your future at, the, let's say, one of these big clubs are not, is not assured, you know, as it like is Arsenal. Like Coutinho. Like um, yeah. who else is a lot? Like I, I, was, I could think of a lot of examples. Alexis on. Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez, for instance. Um, <laughs> who else? Yo, I, I had so many examples earlier on, man. Um, Mario Goetze, <laughs> Mario Goetze, also when he left Dortmund, you know, oh, he yeah. said, I want to reach, uh, win trophies and look where he's a free agent now. Yeah. And if you look at Fernando yeah. Torres, another one, I want, I left Liverpool. Yeah, Fernando trophies. Torres, yeah. Also one, like, yeah, he did win a Champions League, but I mean, he wasn't the player that he was. But like, he was dismal there. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. rubbish. There. So, that's yeah. sort, of, <laughs> sort of like, when, when I was watching the game, that sort of dawned on me, like, okay, yeah, he can be the talisman that actually is that sort of stepping stone to success. So I hope, you know, mm. it works out for him. I hope it works out for him. Um, yeah, and, and I, I said last season, I don't think Arteta is the man to, to, um, to take Arsenal to the level where they, they need to be or where they want to be. And that was purely based on the fact, um, uh, purely based on the fact of his lack of experience, basically. Mm. Um, he's, he's he's never managed any club, let alone the club, um, the club uh, a club the size of Arsenal. You can also say, yeah, but he's he's worked under Pep, and you know he's he's been at Manchester City for quite some time, and he's he's probably learned a few things. And be that as it may, at the time, like I just didn't see it. But 
I'm not saying like I'm, I'm now a full-fledged believer in Archangel, yeah. Michael Arteta, whatever the case may be. Um, <laughs> but I can see that he sort of knows what he wants from the players. He knows, and the players know what he expects from them as well. Yeah. Also, if you look at the signings, someone like William, um, yeah, you'd say like, oh, hey, he's, he's only has like maybe two years left at the, the Premier League level. But it's someone that brings that sort of experience into the team. Because if you look at the guys, mm. besides like Laka and, and, and you know, um, Oba, Oba and maybe Xhaka, for instance, you're the yellow ass. Um, so oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a young it's a, as well. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a young team like Niketia, like uh, Bukayo Saka, like Tiani, like you know, like it's a young guy. So he's he sort of brings that experience into the team. Oh. So he's taking steps to address the defensive problems. Uh, you know, signing Gabriel, who looks like a solid player yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, obviously the season is still long, but you can see that the the identity is coming back. And sort of the players believe in the coach's philosophy, man. So whether or not oh, yeah. they they bring in bring in signings, that remains to be seen. I would I would have liked them to sign Coutinho, even though, um, you know, it would hurt to see Coutinho playing for another yeah. team. But um, it just adds to the excitement of the Premier League, man. So yeah, yeah. I would say I'm 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 now where I was maybe um, not to believe at all in Arteta. I think like. Yeah, that I've seen from when he took took over to now, I, I would say I'm seventy percent there. Like the yeah. season long, and 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 especially like last night, you guys were able to grind out a win, and when the quality needed to be shown, it was you know even yeah. keeping Sabayus at the club shows that yeah. you know we know the type of players we're looking for. I know what type mm. of system I have, and. Yeah, these guys believe in what I'm trying to do. So away. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you sum it up well. Yeah. So if we're going to Merseyside, right? Away, away, away. Well, what's your what's your take on 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 the Champions Elect? Uh, yo, well, I was to be honest at the beginning of the week, I was a bit. I was a bit nervous because <laughs> <laughs> we were like leads that. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Leeds had us popping there, but um, I, I I'm, I'm I'm happy with the, with the business that we we did. Um, do I think we are going to retain the title? No, I do not think we're going to retain the title. Not because I don't believe that um, our squad has the quality um, or lacks the quality. Um, I just think that to retain a Premier League title is extremely difficult, um, and also. Uh, a lot of our rivals have strengthened as well. Uh, mm. Man City definitely will be itching to close that gap of last season. They have a point to prove. And I think that we, we're still lacking in, 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 the, in, in the defense. That was clear um, with, with uh, the, 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 the game against Leeds. Um, yeah, obviously we have the Tank Van Dyke. In my opinion, he's one of the best centre-backs in the world, but I think also when when it comes to the Premier League, the the teams grow and 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 become better each and every season. So just because mm. you know he was the best centre back, or you know, or you performed at the level he did last season, he's, it doesn't automatically mean that it's a given for the next season. You know what I mean? Better players come into the league, we have to adjust. So yeah, I think we still in need of a centre back. 
another uh, center back option. I don't think that. Uh, Fabinho, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I want him in the midfield. He's I, so good, bro. Yeah, he is good, but I want he's, him in. I the, think he's better at center back, bro. Yeah, it's, but okay, I'll get based, to that. <laughs> yeah, I can understand based on today's performance. Like he was, like yo, he was class today at the back. Um, if oh, yeah. if it ends up, if he does end up there, I, I won't be mad at it. I really won't mm. um, because we did bring in the likes of Thiago, you know, to sort of mm. um, pull the strings a bit and, 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 and sort of provide that creativity and allow like the Genie Vinaldums and the Navigators to focus on the running and, and you know, getting the ball mm. back. So, yeah, I won't be mad at it, but I do think we need a centre-back, um, not even to, to, to be first choice, but just a backup option, um, if not a, yeah. a partner for Virgil van Dijk. Um, yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm happy with the signings, you know. Thiago, uh, Diogo Jota was a surprise signing. Um, I, I, mm. I didn't get the signing at first, but then when I, I thought about it a bit, like Liverpool is not known for signing like these marquee players with the exception of, you know, like... But, he, but if you look at his stats, though, he's amazing. Bro. Yeah, and they, and they compared him to, to Mane when we bought Mane. Yeah. And Mane have almost identical stats, so we can only hope, yeah. you know, that he emulates Mane and Salah. So... Like we don't, we we're not really the type of team that 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 signs these star players, you know, like Bar, I mean, Van Dijk, and 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 Allison. Salah wasn't like a world beater when he came to Liverpool, you know what I mean? Fabinho was part of the the. Um, Suarez, Coutinho. No, but they, what I'm saying is we didn't buy them as stars. Okay. Like we paid eight million for Coutinho. He was playing. In the reserves at Inter Milan, when okay, but Van Dyke, Ellison, no, that's what uh, I'm saying. Navigator. Didn't you spare a lot no, for him as well? That's why I said, Bar Van Dyke, Ellison. I would, I said, we don't really make these type of signings except for you the didn't season. really, but you do now. No, I, that's what I, I'm saying. I, I still, that's what I'm saying. I still, I'm still not convinced that we will be the type of team, you know, like Manchester City that goes out and gets, you know, these big, no, names. that's because you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's because you, you And you also need to look at the, the time that we signed. Like, Thiago was a year. He had one year left. So, you know what I mean? Um, Jota, yeah, he's the type of signing that we always made. Allison and Van Dijk, like I said, they were the exceptions. Navigator as well. It, 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 it still remains to be seen if he is the star that, you know, everybody thought he was. I have the belief that if he has a consistent run of games, he will show us that quality he has shown glimpses, glimpses of his quality, like against Chelsea last season, and and, and so on. If he can just stay yeah. fit, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm if, if I, I think Jury's out on him for me. For you now, I, I still yeah, I, I haven't I seen I haven't seen enough of him in the Premier League. He was absolutely brilliant in the Bundesliga, but then again, um, there's not really yeah, a league that not, you can yeah. compare. To the Premier League. Kai Evers was brilliant in the in the in the Bundesliga. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he's okay, no, it's too early though. It's too, it's too early, early, but yeah, I was but expecting a bigger in, impact uh, from them. But I think these guys they need time to settle in. I'm not talking about KP. You can now. see it's a culture shock. Yeah, the way oh, Werner was German playing guys. against the the, the <laughs> centre backs, and even today against Robinho, you could see it was Piri. So. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it depends. And I think that um, I also do believe that when it comes to Kato, they're not going to give him much more time. I mean, he's been here for, what, like two years now? And yeah, and his price really, tag. Yeah, he's what you paid about, like, 52 million bucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think his days are numbered. 
But as for my team, I'm quite happy. Yeah, I could do with the with the with the with the signing of a centre back. So, but like back, I said, yeah. I ain't mad at it if we don't. So are we? Are we? Are we like just my two cents on Liverpool? Before the signing of Thiago, I was like Man City easy for the title. <laughs> like easy, easy work, like slight work. But Thiago is such a masterclass. I'm looking at it. Someone sent me a picture now, yeah. New Liverpool signing Thiago made more passes than every Chelsea player on his Premier League debut, despite only playing 45 minutes. He made more passes than the whole Chelsea team on his own, and he only played the second half, bruh. That if that doesn't show you the class of this man and that it's the end for Endo, oh. then <laughs> oh, it's shame, bruh. Shame. Yeah. No, not shame, bruh. What the flip? <laughs> but the reason why I think this is the best signing so far. Like, I think this is by far the best signing that any Premier League team made. Um, maybe the best signing in Europe is because if you look at Liverpool's Premier League winning um, midfield, right, mm-hmm. of last year, right? Say, say, for instance, we say, okay, it's Fabinho, Henderson and Genie, mm-hmm. right? Or if you want to put in Keita or nah, you want to put in the... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not delusional, bro. No. <laughs> no, man, but I'm saying, like, if we oh, look yeah. at these, all these players... There's no maestro like this dude. They're all primarily runners. Yeah, you know like what I mean? Like, bunnies. And, 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 and hard workers, you know. Mm. So whether they're runners to close down the ball, whether they're runners to get in the box, like Genie, I would say, likes to get in the box. Mm. Um, like whether they're runners, you know, just to implement that press, right? Mm. Now, Thiago is a maestro first and foremost, technically gifted. You see by the passing stats, accuracy, all that. He's the starter of the moves all mm. the time. He's the starter of the moves. If you watch him play for Bayern. Not only that, he also has a bite about him. You saw he gave away a penalty today. Like yeah. He's not scared to get stuck in as well. Yeah. And another thing is, he can press as well because he played for a Bayern team who implements yeah. that press. Mm. Like, I mean, last year we, would, we saw they implemented the best in Europe. Mm. The champions, you know what I mean. So it was this year. It was this. Ah, it was this year. Last season, (laughs) my bad. Yo, Corona. Yeah. So, so Tiago, I think, really, really ups the ante. And I like the Jota deal. Actually, I I like the Jota deal in terms of a backup for for Mane. Them, I think Mm -hmm. he's also like a good impact player. Yeah. From what I mean. You know, like uh, when he starts, when he started, it was a lot. Okay, except for the cup matches. But if he started, when he started in Wolves, um, in the league, he didn't impress as much as when he came on for me. Mm. So um, I think that that's a good signing as well. I think, uh, yeah, Liverpool and City to be closer um, than I thought initially is what I'm saying. And I'm probably getting into the next. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would just, I would just say, yeah, I do agree with you. Like, with so far the signing of the window being Thiago, because when you, when you, when you, when you, when he came onto the pitch, you could see the class, man. Just the way yeah. he, he receives the ball, that first touch, and the way he sprays it. Like, if you look at the yeah. goal from Mane, the first yeah. pass came from Thiago. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so yeah, 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 I, I, hundred percent agree with that. Mm. And he slots in like a glove, bruh. It's not like, you know, um, and that probably shows why he's the only player Pip wanted to take with him to Bayern from Barca, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that being said, right, we mm-hmm. know where we stand with our teams, right? In mm-hmm. terms of the prep table, brother. All right. Tell me. 
I want to know your top six. Top six. And then I want to know your relegation candidates. Okay. Um, you okay. can give a brief motivation if you want to. Okay. Obviously. Um, I'll start with the relegation candidates because it's, it's, it's much easier, in my mm. opinion. Um, I think going down definitely, like no two ways about it, Fulham and West Brom, they're going back down. Um, simply because I, I watched Fulham's last two games. Um, yeah, no, man. They, it's just like they're not, <laughs> <laughs> they're not there yet. Like Fulham, they, 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 they're not of Premier League caliber, unfortunately. And we see it season after season. Um, I would say the exception with the time that Berbatov was there and, and, you know, when Dempsey played there, they were, you know, they weren't like world beaters or mid-table, but they survived. Mm. You know what but I mean? They were but, prim outfit. Yeah, they were Premier League outfit oh. at the time. You know what I mean? But now it's just like, nah, man. Like when you, when you, when you watch them play, it's, it's like you don't see them winning. Um, I would say I did yeah. watch the game with Leeds where they uh, lost 4-3. They showed good yeah. heart, good fight, but I just don't see them survive, surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, same with West Brom. Uh, yeah. They played Everton this, this, this past match. There, yeah, they played Everton. Everton. Yeah. yeah, a good good free kick by that youngin. That yacht was a yeah. very, very, quali- was uh, very a good free kick, yeah. quality uh, free kick. But, um, yeah, I also don't see them surviving. Same reason. They just don't have it in them. Slavan Village, yeah, he's done a good job bringing them up again. But if we look at that man's track record, my bro, at West Ham, nah, man. Like, I, I don't... I, I like I like Slavan Village, bro. Slavan Village was brought bro, prior to West Ham, eh, lest we forget. Yeah, he did bring us some gems. You know, Tiafra <laughs> Saka was also one of them. Uh, didn't he also bring... Lest we forget. Lanzini. Um, yeah, and Checo Cuyate as well. Cuyate, yeah, I think, was there, though. Was he there? I don't think he brought Checo there, but he was part of that quite team. Yeah, yeah. Pedro Obeyang as well, right? Mm, it was, was also good time. in the mid, yeah. Yeah, so, but I just don't see West Ham surviving. The last team, ah, yo, it's a tough one for me. Um, I oh, see 17th some, place. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, 18th place, 18th place. Um, yeah, there's 20 teams no, in the Premier League. Yeah, so it's yeah. 20, 19, yeah. and 18, yeah. I guess. Really yeah. Um, yo, it's a tough one. I think it's between Aston Villa and West Ham. Um, simply because Aston Villa just just scraped through last season. Yeah. Um, I would have rather had Bournemouth stay up. I think Bournemouth deserve to stay up more than them. Um, what? Yeah. I I I, I grant Eddie Howe. How? Nah, I grant. He's a fraud. Nah, he's a fraud, bro. For me, what he was able to do. The fact that they spoke, the fact that they spoke about him as the next Arsenal coach made me vomit in my mouth. No, not not the next Arsenal. Absolute fraud, bro. Nah, not. No, but he's a fraud, bro. Nah, I think what those 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 players. Now, I'm I'm uh, sorry, but I'm just uh, like on this one. They really really outperformed with him there. That's that that's all credit to him. But at the end of the day, bro, frauds will be exposed, man, bro. That's, that's okay, what I'm saying. Like, like, and they were exposed as the frauds there are. Like will. Smith and, and what's the other bro's name? Cook. And these guys, mm-mm. No. I just think, he, he, wanna... I, I think, he, I think, at, I think the time that they were here, they didn't use the time to strengthen as they should have. Um, last season, but I would have more. I, I, I was basically rooting for them to stay up um, over Aston Villa. But for this season, I think it's between Aston Villa and West Ham. And if I had to pick one, 
off the top of my head, yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely difficult for me because um, firstly, I, 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 I don't think that Aston Villa have done enough in this transfer window to stay up. If I look at the two teams on paper, I think I would say that West Ham is the stronger team, but uh, they just can't catch a break, my bro. Like, like ever since the the, the um, we we you know we came back from the the off period because of COVID, they just haven't been able to put together yeah. a string of good results. And on paper, they have not top quality, but they have decent players. You know, yeah, they don't have, they're not a, uh, by any means, like, you know, shit housery of players. Like, Mikel Antonio, one of them, I think, Masu Walker mm. had, a, had a very good game against Arsenal. Um, you know? Um, Chris Chris also, so he's not a bad, he's not a bad left back. But, um, yeah, I, I would say, yo, it's difficult. I'm going to go with Villa. Just pick one, bro. I'm going to go no with way. Villa. Purely because... Um, I have faith in West Ham. I, I believe, like, like I actually felt bad for them last night. I think they deserved the point because they did put you under mm. pressure last night. And Mikel, no, they deserve the point. And Mikel Antonio, <laughs> at times that man is unplayable, but as a target man and yeah. hold up play, and he's not, he's not slow either. He's he's quite quick and he's very strong yeah. on the ball. So my 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 three to go down is Villa, uh, West Brom, and Fulham in that order. So in that um, order, yeah. I, so Fulham is rock bottom, then Brom and mm. um, Villa. Um, as far as okay. my my top six. Wait, wait. Let me let me do my my relegation oh, first. first okay, you, then, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and then we go top six, top six like that. Okay, go for it. I'll make this very easy for everyone. I have the exact same bottom three. Bro. <laughs> I have the exact same. The only difference is I think West Brom is dead last. You think Fulham is second last year. Okay. Yeah, and, and we won't go into the reasons. Like, And you know what? What's also, you know why I have just above Villa? West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also think they're just... just also have like, West Ham yeah. there. And the reason why, like, I, I think David was a great coach. Look, I, I'm not one of those Man United scapegoat guys. Anybody who was going to come there after Alex was going to yeah. uh, go meet... Gazi and I fear my bro, obviously. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, I, I think David Moyes is a solid coach, and I think he'll just about get them out. I just think that, um, for lack of a better way of stating it, you said it, bra. They can't catch a break, and yeah. I don't think they're going to be catching a break anytime soon. So they're gonna be in the fight, definitely. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it's Villa, Fulham, and uh, West Brom. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, Leeds, I, I, that way near. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I think yeah, I think if I, if I can just give a prediction, I think um, Leeds is gonna, or, or from what I'm seeing, uh, Leeds are gonna end up somewhere in and around, either just outside the top ten or inside mm. the top ten. That's what I yeah, think. Um, and the only reason I th- I'd say that is because of Marcelo Bielsa. So. Yes, bro. But yeah, yo. But, but <laughs> yeah. Um, top six. Top six. Uh, top six. I'm going to be honest with you, my top six has changed since the recent transfer um, deal yeah. within Liverpool. Um, I Okay, I'm going to go from sixth, sixth place. Right. Um, sixth place, I think, United. I don't know how people have them finishing within the top four. Uh, mm. I, I didn't... The team on paper, yes, maybe gets them into the top four, but uh, even though I'm not fooled by that last run of games they had lost, um, at, well, when we resumed, I almost said last season. Yeah, last season. Yeah, last season. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not fooled by that run of games they had um, after the restart. I still think their the depth is not um, yeah. going to carry them through that fight. I and think, their managers out of their depth. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Like, <laughs> yo, bruh, no ways. Um, yeah, the, they haven't been uh, really active in the market. Um, they And the signings that they, like, like Tony van der Beek, I don't know why they signed him. Um, uh, I don't know He's why they... Player. Yeah, he is. I, I, but I just don't... I don't I, think... I know why they signed him. I, I, I don't think that he was, let's say, as important as, let's say, someone like Sancho, for instance. Not that I think um, Sancho will um, really do what people think he will in the Premier League, but that's a whole other story. Um, I don't think the transfer dealing has been enough. I think an area of utter importance for United is that leaky defence. They, they, they have suspect defenders, bruh. Um, and, and that's Harry Maguire included. I, I think that yeah. 80 million has not oh. justified in any way, shape or form. Also, I think they did, did um, actually do something good in um, making sure that Henderson, I think Dean Henderson signed the extension. Yeah, he signed the extension. So that's yeah. good on them. But I, I don't see them making breaking into the top five unless, you know, they make a, a major, major signing, which can still happen. Uh, in first place, I have uh, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Arsenal finishing in first place. I think they're going to have um, a good season under Mikel Arteta. We obviously the window still open. Um, you know we don't know where where else they're going to strengthen, yeah. but I think they have definitely improved since the United Emre days. Um, there's the sort of that identity, like I mentioned earlier, that identity you can see is coming through. Um, um, Arteta has gotten the players motivated. It seems like they're playing for the club, which is also um, a lack that United have, and that's why I have them. Yeah, that's a big lack for United. Owens yeah. aren't playing for the club. So yeah, I'm not going to go back there, but yeah. So fifth place, Arsenal, they're going to have a good season. Um, I don't think they're going to get all the results they want hence they're finishing outside the top four, but I do see an improvement from last year. Uh, fourth place. Yo, I'm going to go with Chelsea, fourth place. Okay. Um, Chelsea, fourth place, um, purely because, yes, I will say that they've had the best window in terms of um, strengthening uh, so far. Um, if you're talking about like the caliber players that they were able to bring in, whether or not they're going to yeah. bring that quality through in the Premier League. And from what I've seen, it's going to take them some time to gel as a team. Um, to yeah. me, I still see, I still see Chelsea as a, a project of Lampard, where um, I'm, I, I do see them improving as the season go by. Um, but yeah, Chelsea in fourth. Oh, yeah. Um, your third is between your us and, 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 and um, Spurs. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to go with Spurs. Third. Yeah. I'm going to go with Spurs third. Um, I think today's display showed um, what Spurs are capable of. Um, Southampton is by no means a walkover. Um, and the fact that Son was, your Son is unplayable at times. The way that even Harry Kane was playing today, assisting four goals. I think that if they can keep it up, you can, you can, you can question 
their squad depth um, and will they be able to sustain it? But I see them at finishing third. Um, and also that's based on them signing Bale as well. We know yeah. Bale is a world-class player. He's no stranger to the yeah. Premier League. If he can stay fit, I do see them pushing for third. Um, and then uh, winning the league, I'm going to obviously give the winner because then the other team is yeah, yeah, yeah. second place. Winning the league, I see Manchester City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to come out of uh, my mouth. <laughs> Manchester City. Um, yeah, City is not the play team, my bro. City yeah. has by far been the team in the Premier League. Obviously, Liverpool has been chasing them for the last three seasons. Um, I don't see Liverpool being able to sustain that sort of pressure and, and keeping up that sort of fight for, what's it, four seasons in a row? Three seasons yeah. in a row? You know, because... Three seasons. Yeah, three seasons last... Uh, we've obviously won last season. Season before that, we finished, what, yeah. like two points behind them. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. I don't see us doing that for a third season straight. Um, is it possible? Yes, I do think so. Um, but... I, I'm going to give it to City. It's, it's very difficult for me to okay. see anybody else winning. So, yeah, that's City yeah. first, Liverpool, um, Spurs, Chelsea, Spurs. Arsenal, United. All right. That, that's interesting. Now, with mine, <laughs> I do want to say, like, like we said also, excuse me, like we said also is the transfer window is still open, so a lot can still happen, right? But uh, another thing I'd also like to say is, um, this is going to sound biased as well, and that's fine. It's my it's my uh, top six, so if you don't like it, then I don't care. All right, let's go. Sixth Everton, right? So the reason I say sixth Everton is partly also because what I've seen from Everton, you know. Yes, I know it's two game weeks, but mm-hmm. even before, right, like with Mr. Carlo Ancelotti, mm-hmm. the goat that he is. Like I have so much faith in this guy because we've seen what he can do. You know what I mean? And the team that he built there, you know, signing the Corey Hamis. Um, who's the other dude that he signed? Allen. Allen. Oh, yeah, Allen's a tank, bro. Allen is the goat. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So those three in the mid. What he's developing Dominic Calvert-Lewin into, you know, the potential, like the way he's getting that out of the beast. The Charleston, okay, he's saying at times, but I mean, he, he proved that, you know, when it comes when it comes off, it comes off, mm. you know, for the Charleston and Ames, mm. you know, I, I think Ames being at a smaller team allows him to shine better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think because Ames, like, yes, there was hype about him around the World Cup, etc. and blah, blah, blah. And yes, that that was premature for a lot of people to say he's going to be next Ballon d'Or this and Ballon d'Or that. Yeah, I remember that. But, right, yeah. but it doesn't take away that he's a quality player, bruh. Like in terms of vision, passing and striking, bruh. Mm-hmm. Dead ball situations, like all of those things that he can add, you know. Mm-hmm. We've got Luca Dean on the on the left, you know, with a, that quality warpage. You know, mm. for Calvert Lou and things like that. Yeri Mina, I really rate as a defender, you know. Uh, Michael Keane's not bad himself, you yeah, know, with that only mentality that he has, you know, a solid rock type guy. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I really think that 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 they're really gonna push it. And you know, we always have a surprise package, whether it be a Leicester or a Sheffield mm. or Wolves, you know, I think mm. it's going to be Everton this year, and I think they'll make it in sixth. 
Um, and then a very controversial one for fifth to go with Tottenham Hotspur. Okay. Right? So, <laughs> okay, okay. the reason why, I, I'll, I'll explain, I'll explain okay. why. It's just because, yes, okay, Bale's coming, fine. But um, as you mentioned about the injury proneness and about, also you were talking about the performance against Southampton, right? Which I will say is, yes, Southampton is not an, an, a pushover, but that Southampton that they played, that was a mediocre championship performance by Southampton. Mm-hmm. Did you see the amount of all the times they got hurt was from straight balls. From yeah. Kane holding up and throwing the defenders and a straight ball. And oh, no. any striker, oh, especially if he's quality like Son, mm. you know what I mean? He's going to punish you for that. Oh. Now, they're not going to come up against that quality every year. Uh, every uh, week. week. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. So, with that, and also, I don't know if you saw the Spurs Till I Die documentary is out on Amazon Prime. Uh, the um, one that everybody's been talking about, the one with Mourinho. Yeah. No, I yeah, so I've, I've, I've watched a lot of clips and in terms of the culture, so if you look at the Arsenal culture, for instance, right, mm-hmm. you see videos of Laka and Oba laughing, blah, 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 etc., mm. making jokes. And a lot of people think, that, what does that have to do with the football on the field, bruh? Mm. Bruh, in terms of your mentality, you know about confidence players, bruh, like, you know, things like that, you know? Yeah. That really plays a part. So I think um, they're not going to be able to sustain it, especially if um, a cane or a cane and a bale get injured for a long period of time, etc. Um, Mourinho, I still think, is one of the best coaches, but there's only so much he can do. And also, once the dressing room gets toxic, it's been proven at Chelsea, what can happen, you know, when Hazard them all revolted against Mans, etc. I remember et that, eh? Yo, that was something yeah. to be witnessed, maybe. Something to be whole. Yeah. Yo. So... Um, yeah, that, that's what I think is going to happen there with them. Okay. Fourth, um, fourth I'm going to go with Arsenal. Right? Um, fourth, I'll go with Gunners. Um, I, see, I think they just scrape in there with, um, with, with uh, European football, Champions League again. Um, and I've gone into depth with what I think about Arsenal, so I'm not going to really go into depth on that okay. now. And then we get to the interesting part, the top three. So, Chelsea, I think third. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chelsea is going to come third. I think, yes, like you say, it's going to take a while for them to gel. Mm-hmm. But once they gel, I think it's going to be, it's going to like you're going to really see the fruits of 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 all the spending, you know. So it might take about six or seven games, you know, and that's why they won't be challenging, in my opinion, because it's going to take long for them to start. But once they do start up, it's going to be hard for the rest to catch up. Also, if you're wondering where Man United. United is in this equation. They are seventh. <laughs> no, if I look at the caliber of coach, if I look at um, people not playing for the for the badge, if I look at overhype on youngsters, mm. for instance, if I look at you know, like okay, and, and it's seldom that Greenwood. And sorry, mm. man, it's seldom that people are actually honest about that, man. Even the the, mm. the youth roles, because a lot of the the, the predictions that I've seen and watched. United is always in the top four. Like, and I yeah. don't understand, like, what are, you, what are you watching? What league are you watching? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, there, there are reasons for that. It's not just because I don't like United, whatever. From what I am seeing, that's that's definitely more on the cards, you know. Like, Everton is better than United for me. Um, 
if I'm looking at all the factors, you know, like okay. coach, etc. Um, and then, yeah, we got your first and second, and I just think City's going to take the league this year as well. Mm. So it'll be number one, City, number two, Liverpool. Three, we've got uh, Chelsea, four, Gunners, five, Spurs, and six, Everton, right? Um, and the reason I think City is going to take the league is just that hunger. Yeah. That hunger is really going to yeah. you know, fuel them to go the distance this time. And that's all it is, really. I think it will be close, especially now that Thiago has joined. Um, Liverpool, like, I really, you don't understand how significant of a signing I think that is yeah. for Liverpool. I think people will listen to me now and at the end of the season see the massive, massive difference it can make to, especially unleashing that front three as well. And yeah. if they weren't already unleashed last year, mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah that's so, it for me. Yeah, and, and, and I sort of, I can see why Everton is above Liverpool. I actually, to be honest, I actually forgot about Everton. Uh, not Liverpool, above United, sorry. Um, and the reason I, I sort of, um, I didn't put them in my top seven is because I think that the, the I think that Hamiz in his first season, um, will sort of still find his, 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 his top gear. Um, and I think he's going to be an important player for them. And I think it's sort of going to be um, a, something to get used to in the Premier League. So I, and also Allen as well. Um, because these are players, obviously, took someone like Decore, I think he played, he played for Watford, no? Decore. Hmm. Yeah, I think he obviously he's he's a proven Premier League midfielder. He, he, but have you watched Everton, bro? Yeah, I watched them. I watched the the, the, the I watched the Southampton game. Was it Southampton? Yes, no, it was Southampton, no? The, not Southampton, who did they play? Oh. West Brom, West Brom, sorry. And last week West they played Brom, yeah. Week. I forgot who they played last week. Yeah, but I even saw like, like yeah, like Hamish show, showed glimpses of his quality. It's just that Mm. I think that... And Ellen was bossing the mid. Yeah, Ellen, like, I've always rated Ellen um, ever since I like started watching Serie A when he was at Napoli. I always rated him. I always wondered why Premier League teams never actually mm. to go fetch him. Um, him and the likes of people like Insignia and um, Dries Mertens as well, also top quality mm. players. Um, I always wondered why they were never brought to the league. Um, but yeah, I just don't see them finishing... and. It could be the bias in me talking. It could be because they're mm. all my team's rivals. Um, yeah. Um, but I just don't see them finishing. I do see them finishing highest, obviously seventh. Um, yeah. But we'll never know. Okay. We'll never know. Maybe Don Carlo, you know, I, I rate him highly as a coach. He is a very, very experienced manager. So, yeah, I, I can see them finishing sixth. And well decorated. Ah, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a, again, I'm a bit strapped for time, so we won't go much further in. I just want to know for you, before we end the show, um, who's your Golden mm-hmm. Boot winner and who do you think is winning the Golden Glove this season? Okay, so I told you off air that I think Golden Boot winner is Aubameyang. Mm-hmm. I don't think so anymore. Okay. Um, just based on, on what I've seen. Look, he's still going to be up there, uh-huh. but I don't, think, I don't think he's going to be there. Um, I think outside shout, before I get to what's going to be, mm. I honestly think an outside shout is going to be Calvert-Lewin. Like, seriously. Okay. Yeah, I think after this performance, I can He's going to have a say. Mm. He's going to have a say. He might be fifth or sixth, but mm. he's going to be up there. 
Um, if I'm looking at the top goal scorer, I think I'm going to go with an, and we haven't seen them play yet, but I'm going with Ryan Sterling, bro. Yeah, fair. I'm going with Ryan I didn't ex- Sterling. I, yo, I really didn't expect that, bro. That's a, you know my thoughts on... It's a field shot, but I think... You know my, yeah. my feelings about it's Ryan It's just that the amount of goals that Brass scored last year, and... Yeah, and and the and the hunger that City have this time, mm. and the way he's been, you know, scoring. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't put it out of the realm of possibility with also the players that they've brought in mm-hmm. for Sterling to, you know, really let loose this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a left field shot, but we, I didn't want to be predictable. Okay, yeah, like you yeah, know, you so. know my feelings towards Sterling. I, I, yeah, it's probably just bitterness. But um, I, mean, um, I think yes, you're a Liverpool fan, bro. I think he, he is in the top five. I think he's in the top five. I think another person who we'll see there again this season is um, um, Vardy. I think Vardy will be there. I know people will say like away he's old and da 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 da, but he's shown that he's still you know a goal scorer that's what he he, he is naturally he's a goal scorer not your um he's not the, the the type of player that has finesse or you know that sort of he's just a goal scorer you know he's not going to walk into your manchester cities and your yeah. liverpools but he scores goals you know what i mean for the team that he's playing at he does mm-hmm. his job um i think he will be there with a shout um harry kane i think will also be up there um i i I want to say, I actually like, I want to say Salah is going to win the Golden Boot. Mane is going to win the Golden okay. Boot. I, honestly, I want to say that. And I think that they, they're also in there. They're going to be up there. But mm. I'm going to have to say Aubameyang is going to take okay. the Golden Boot. This That's season. interesting. All right. All right. So, mm-hmm. we, I think what we'll do is, now, um, we'll put a little teaser out for you guys. But we can make a YouTube uh, content on our fantasy league. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I I don't have the time right now to do it, but Mm. definitely, um, we'll try and get that out by next week with our fantasy league, and we'll obviously um, go into details about of why we chose these players and whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. But yeah, so um, before we end off, Golden Glove winner. Oh, Golden Glove! Yo, this is tough, bro. It's gonna be Edison or Allison. Hell no. That's fraud, bro. Nah, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Edison, bro. Edison. I, just because I think uh, City's going to keep a lot of clean sheets. Um, um, if, I... Especially if I... The, the, I'm, this is contingent of the, on them getting Koulibaly. Oh, yeah. I actually forgot that. Actually... Koulibaly and Laporte. Yo, Koulibaly. And then Edison behind them. I'm sorry, bro. Yo, Koulibaly. I'm um... sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm tempted to say the same. I'm tempted to say the same. But I'm going to go... Yeah, and, and uh, it's going to be difficult to justify it, though. Because they're not going to be anywhere near the top. But I think... Yeah, but... Are you just no? <laughs> um, you're after today's display. Nah, but... Uh-uh. Um... It's another fraud, but... Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just gonna stick with. That. I'm gonna say Edison. I'm gonna say Edison, mm. not Allison, um, because uh, I've been um, a Liverpool supporter for a very long time now, and I know that's one thing that Liverpool 
um, do well is self-sabotage. So I do think that there will be, uh, there will be, well, there won't be as many clean sheets as I, as mm. I would hope for. Um, I'm going to say Edison, but I think that someone that's going to, su- not surprise us, someone that's going to be a, 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 a consistent performer in goal this year will be Nick Pope. Oh, are we, I mean, based on his past experience, yeah, but I just think Burnley is going to be peppered a lot more. Yeah. You know, yeah, so definitely. You, you know what I mean? And yeah, definitely. A lot more striking quality in the league. Yeah, now. in the league now, yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm not going to even like say but i think he's going to be he's going to be one of the keepers of the season but yeah edison makes the most sense for me purely because he is a top top goalkeeper even though Allison does mm. keep him out of the brazil squad um he is a top top goalkeeper subtle subtle shade <laughs> um but city are going to be out out to win this this season so mm. yeah that's my motivation behind that so yeah. well, and with that guys we've come to another end of an audio journey you so guys uh, thank you so guys thank you so much for being with us guys you know we appreciate to have you you could be anywhere in the world but you chose to be with us you know, you yeah. the seventh wonder of the world the oh, you know. course, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um don't forget to follow us on at um the real cost essay on ig and twitter you can find me at geo underscore the underscore don you, you, can find, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as well at, at I am basic Carl. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Castbox, and all those lovely platforms. Um, don't forget to actually leave a review, you know, comment, like, share, subscribe on YouTube, The Real Cast TV, our subdomain, you already know what it is, www.therealcastsa.podbean.com. Come and if you want to, if you want to reach out to us, you know, um, you can find us at our email address. We do monitor our email at stereocast at gmail.com. You know, if you have any suggestions, any guests, any comments, anything we can improve, anything we should stop doing, but we probably won't listen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we appreciate it, even though we might not, um, follow, you know, your suggestions. We do appreciate any Mm. form I mean, I might, I might, I might put you in the spam folder, but <laughs> but are we now? We we are thankful for all the engagement and everything. So keep it locked and wait, 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 wait. Before platforms, before before we end, actually, I I almost forgot something very important. Something very important. Thank you guys for getting us to one k streams. Yeah, how can we forget that? Yeah, so we surpassed one k streams and. We thank you all. Thank you for our first-time listeners, our last-time listeners. Thank you for those of you listening from South Africa, from the U.S., from the U.K., from Mauritius. There's people from Mauritius. From Australia. Ireland. Ireland. We we see you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We see you guys, and we're thankful, and we're committed to, you know, just taking it further. The content stays the same only thing that'll change is quality in terms of equipment and stuff but as for the audio journeys we take you on definitely an expansion to come with the brand as well yeah so thank you so much guys um again um we can't we can't express it enough the gratitude you know like you said last time we started with a dollar and a dream my bro but we're going we're going we're only going up from here and until next time guys keep it locked keep it loaded 
and keep and it keep real. It real. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The real cast.